Are you a fan of one of the three high schools in the town of Fort Mill? Well, you've come to the right place to catch up on all the information surrounding your favorite team. We're just three old dudes who love high school athletics and love the town of Fort Mill. Call us, the Mouthy Milltowners. And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Mouthy Milltowners. Keith Cook to my right. Mac Banks to my left. I'm JT. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, last week, we missed last week. Again, my fault. How many times am I going to get to say that before I get the three lashings? But, yes, it was spring break. Mac, stop laughing. This is a professional work I really, environment. I really am trying She's to, really dying over I here. I know why you're doing it. I think we're all slap happy <laughs> at this a point. little bit. A little bit. Two of us just got back in town after really long car rides. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're probably ready. We probably are a little bit punchy. But, uh, yes, it was spring break last week, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't sports in the mill town. There certainly was for all three high schools. And we're going to start with Keith Cook and his beloved Nation Ford Falcons. Lay us on us. What did they have last week? Well, they, like we discussed before we went on the air today, they, they had more than everybody else, it sounds like. And that included three varsity baseball games out at York High School for a little miniature tournament. And they started out well on that, beating South Point 18-4. to And Gabe Simmons was 3-for-4 with five RBIs. Lane Ross, 2-for-4 with two RBIs. Nick Chuddy was two for three and Jake Barrier with three RBIs, but we've, we know who South Point is and uh, they're a little bit down, but the thing about if you're a good baseball team, you don't let them hang around. You just go ahead and put them away. And that's what the Falcons did. And then the next day they played against Indian land and Hal Bagwell and they were hanging tight for a while, but then just weren't able to keep up with Indian Land. Indian Land had three three-run innings, and the Falcons lost 10-5. to five. Jackson Childs, two for three with a run and two RBIs. Paul Solari, two for four with an RBI, and Braden Deaton, two for four. And then came another game, so they seemed to be kind of whirling around the entire county, and they played Northwestern, and it was a very good game, and they actually came back in the uh, top of the seventh inning to score to tie the game 4-4, to four, but... Northwestern walked it off with a single and ended up winning the game 5-4. Paul Solari, 2-for-3 with two RBIs. Gabe Simmons, 2-for-4 with two, R- two, two runs scored. Dropped the Falcons to 10-8 and eight on the season, 5-4 and four in region play since none of those were region games. And then the boys lacrosse team, they took on Oceanside and beat them 9-5. to five. Owen Ameo with four goals. Josh Ameo with three goals. And then they lost to... Lucy Beckham and she came around and beat them ten to six. Yeah, it's a, a, a an inside joke here with us. Shame, shame. <laughs> but Ms. Lucy Beckham, Beckham strikes again. Right, another uh, one of the newer high schools and down there by the coast. And unfortunately, the Falcons <clears throat> lost ten to six. Now that's David's sister, right? Right. Lucy. Yeah. Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> you see what I did there. <laughs> So, Think Manchester United people. That's right. But Josh Mayo and Owen Mayo, the Mayo boys scoring two goals each as they've been doing all season long, and that dropped the Falcons to 11-3 and on this season. They're still in contention for a state title. The boys' golf team played at the True Blue, uh, the Palmetto at True Blue, and 
finished 21st out of 48 teams and fifth in their flight on the last day. So they had a pretty good showing. Uh, it was a very large tournament, evidently. But, um, yeah, so there were three sports that were going on, and they did pretty well for the most part. And looking forward to next week when things get cranking back up again. Is anything happening next week? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Maybe. A little bit. Um, well, we'll – my turn? Why are you looking at me like that? He looks sure, at, he's looking at me like that's he just like the way he looks it's just the way he looks i'm sorry i'm sorry do you have first anyway i can't say that word otherwise we'll get the e mark on beside our podcast but um there was some baseball uh with the formula yellow jackets went down to the tournament in gilbert and uh jackets didn't fare uh quite so well the saturday matchup was against the lexington wildcats and lexington in, in my humble opinion that's one of the best three teams Probably in the state of South Carolina. I think right now, uh, Berkeley, Lexington, River Bluff, really. Uh, in the upstate, I, you know, it could be. We don't really know much about Region 1. They've just gotten their region play underway. Region 2, the same story. Because remember, those are five-team regions. Right. So Region 3, 5A, those teams have already played three series. And to answer your question, Mac, yes, there is something going on next week. It's Fort Mill versus Nation Ford. In baseball. In baseball. In baseball. Woo! So that was Saturday. Yeah, there's a Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, Saturday was 10 to nothing. Uh, Lexington only gave up two base hits to the Yellow Jackets. Uh, four mil turnaround and played again on Monday against the Spartanburg Vikings. Another good team. Ian Squires for the Vikings uh, was really, really tough on Fort Mill. Uh, still, Fort Mill was in the game. Uh, Carter Blankenship almost robbed Squires of a two run homer. He actually reached over the fence and had it for just a second. Uh, but that that would have been – I thought he caught it. Uh, if you listen to the broadcast, I really thought he did. But he only, couldn't quite squeeze it. But you don't score, you don't win. And, and Fort Mill lost 4 to nothing. Turned around on Tuesday afternoon, middle of the day. This one was down at Lancaster High School instead of Gilbert High School. But Fort Mill got down early to the Lancaster Bruins, who are not – the Luke Lancaster Bruins of old. Right. This is They're a team good. with a winning record. They're a good baseball team, and they've shown that. Uh, they lost to Lexington because of a three-run homer. That's a 4A team staring one of the best teams in 5A right in the eye, and that 5A team having to scramble to beat them. Right. And, and Lexington is a really good, stinking team. So Fort Mill went 0-3 in uh, the, the Gilbert Tournament. Um, first time not been able to win a game in that tournament, and we're actually the we're the defending champions, uh, but not this year. And with that loss, Fort Mill falls to ten and seven overall on the season with the Nation Ford series coming up. Which really quickly that series, um, we can talk about it, guys, if you want to. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure you didn't, Siri. My phone's <laughs> talking to me. But uh, real quick before we talk about that preview, just want to finish up JV baseball. Fort Mill was in the Shiraw tournament, and the Jackets went 2-1. and one, um, And that tournament ran to a buzzsaw. In Buford, they started a kid named Sellers who was just lights out. I mean, they were – it's one of those games where you could just see the other team was full of beans, and Fort Mill hit a lot of fly balls, didn't get the, enough base runners on, and uh, lost that game. So uh, that was the first loss for the JV team in nine games. Uh, with the 2-1 record in that tournament, dropped their record to 13-2-2. So still overall pretty good. Uh, Fort Mill, Nation Ford, back to varsity baseball. That is this week. Two of the three games, correct me if I'm wrong, Keith, two of the three games are over 
in the nest, they one are. game in the hive. Mm-hmm. All three games, though, I believe, all start at 7 o'clock. That's correct. Um, I think I can go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. I don't want to steal your thunder here. But meow. 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 Cat. Cat. See what you did? <laughs> Keith and I, you could be a cat. I don't know. Keith and I will be joining forces this week. Forces, forces this week. This week. Wow, it is late. Um, <laughs> Keith and I will be joining forces this week on the radio. Uh, we're going to tag team this bad boy. Hopefully, it'll be entertaining for the fans. Uh, hopefully, it'll be entertaining for both fan bases. That's really what we're trying to accomplish uh, to reach the most fans possible. Uh, Keith will have the One Nation Network going on the background. We'll be on the We Are Fort Mill Broadcasting Network. Uh, but we really appreciate a lot of the feedback. Um, there was a lot of great feedback, and we thank you for that. Both uh, We've got responses both privately and publicly. And quite honestly, where Keith and I had kind of talked about it is basically where 75% of the people ended up, which was you two knuckleheads need to do it together and on the <laughs> Fort Mill Network, and that, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're doing. Keith yep. is, is gracious enough to uh, sit beside me for two and a half hours. I don't know how Coach Stack's wife is going to handle the two of us, She'll probably laugh a lot. In the deer stand. I hope she She'll does. She'll probably go she, running. I hope she does. <laughs> she will. But if staircase. I get thrown out of the, the deer stand and die somewhere in the fifth inning, two things on that. One, I don't blame her. And two, <laughs> that's probably the way I would have wanted to go. Right. In yeah. the ballpark in the middle of a game. I mean, you know. Out the window or downstairs? Either one. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't blame her at all. You well, she me? has a good time in the booth, so I, well, I, good. I think she's going to really enjoy We're going to incorporate her there. in the broadcast. Of course. Of course. Whether she's willing to or not. We're going to have some fun <laughs> with it. It's always a great series. Nation Ford's won four of the last six. If you're, if you're into that sort of statistical stuff, Interesting about that stat, though, each of the last two years, Fort Mill has won the first game, and then Nation Ford has won games two and three. And then last year, uh, Fort Mill won the first game, and then Nation Ford won in convincing fashion, fifteen uh, nothing in game two on Wednesday night. And then I think the final on the Friday night was eleven to three. So like Fort that. Mill with an axe to grind against the Nation Ford Falcons. But this is a different Nation Ford Falcons baseball team, not just because it's twenty twenty three, but it's a different coaching staff. Um, and I've seen them play. Um, I know there's some – they like to hide all this stuff. And the video's out there. Uh, you can see the way Nation Forward plays baseball. And basically, if you look at it, and, and I hate to, to make it this simplistic, but I think it really be this simplistic. The team that doesn't boot the ball around, doesn't commit errors, doesn't issue walks, doesn't give up what, what us in the baseball industry call free 90s, is going to win – the series right and and i've alluded to this on my broadcast this year that the number of errors are way down this year as opposed to last year and we saw what happened they still went to the district championship game but it was almost like a tale of two different of, of two teams and we're, we're almost in that same position right now where you know, fort mills on a three-game losing streak you know nation forward has beat they beat rock hill very badly um, so you just don't never know what's going to happen in this series. But if history repeats itself, then that's probably a good thing for Fort Mill High School because they went to the stinking state championship game. And I say the game because that was game three. You know, some, it was winner take all, basically. So if this is you know, one of those things that, that is an indicator for Fort Mill, then they've got something to look forward to regardless of what the series does. Yeah, and both teams have played nine – uh, region games. Uh, Falcons, I believe, are five and four. Five and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Mill, six and three. So it's a huge series from that regard because 
the winner of the series will obviously have the tiebreaker. If Nation Ford were to beat Fort Mill two out of three, that means Nation Ford goes a game above Fort Mill and they have the tiebreaker. But if Fort Mill wins two out of the three, then Nation Ford would have a losing record in region play and Fort Mill would be near the top. So a lot of things can swing. Mm -hmm. You look down the road, just a piece. Fort Mill's got to finish the regular season in region play against the Clover Blue Eagles. Right. No easy task. You'll have to forgive me. Nation Ford finishes We We have Spring Valley Valley. next week. But I will caution you on Spring Valley. Don't let that record deceive you. Right. The Vikings are a good baseball team. Um, They can pitch it, especially – uh, that lefty that they've got, he's pretty good. Col- you're going to see Colton Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he can fire it in there. So uh, Spring Valley, I've seen them play. Well, and they've beaten they, Clover. They, and, they beat Clover yeah. on a Friday night, and they beat them. It wasn't a close game. It was 5-1, to one, mm-hmm. and it was 5 nothing. Spring Valley head of the ninth, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So, um, and, and then Spring Valley had Fort Mill on the ropes, and then it was basically Fort Mill just turned the screw a little bit and basically Spring Valley. The thing with Spring Valley is going to be, can they generate enough offense to hang with Nation Ford? That's going to be my question. And I go back to one of the games I got to see on video, and one of them was at Blythewood. And in that game, in the first inning, based off of what I saw in the Clover series, literally the words that came out of my mouth when Nation Ford threw the ball around a little bit is, that's not Falcon baseball. Right, and they've they've really cut back on that. And Coach Stack is made this a point of emphasis to make sure that the defense is tightened up because he knows he's got the bats. The bats are not going to be the problem for this team. Uh, there have been a couple of games where they've kind of gone silent, and, and including one this past week, well, actually the, during the Rock Hill series, and it's going to happen. I mean, you're going to have your off nights, but for the most part, his offense is the last thing he's worried about, and so he's put a big emphasis on the defense, and, and they've come up big so far. Well, and the other thing about the Nation Ford pitching staff that I've noticed that it might be a little different this year, I don't know, honestly, but the number of walks issued by the pitching staff, in particular those three starters, mm-hmm. and those three starters have – it's one of those things where one game they can look lights out and then another game it's it's kind of nip and tuck a little bit. But I think we forget sometimes this is high school baseball. Right. Right. This is not the minor leagues or the major leagues where – you're going to go out there and everybody's a flamethrower and everybody's got a 1-5 <laughs> ERA. These are high school youngsters and they're going to have they're not going to have it every night. That's right. just the way it is. Yeah. I mean that that that's unfortunately reality. Um, I imagine it's going to be the three starters for the Nation Four Falcons that it's been through these first three series that they've already played for Fort Mill. If you render a guess, the first two probably everybody and their second cousin can figure out who the third one's going to be. You could probably figure that one out too, but um, obviously, you and I don't know, right? Um, but we're just we're just guessing based off of what we've seen so far. That we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. But coaches are notorious for be predictably unpredictable, right? <laughs> and so, but you got to be real careful with making changes because every time you make some changes, that might not always go your way. So, um, but it should be an interesting series. There'll be a lot of emotion involved. Um, one thing I'll say. And take it for whatever it's worth. One thing that I noticed about the series last year, there was still a lot of emotion, and both teams really wanted to win the series, but there didn't seem to be as much um, venom, so to right. speak. Mm-hmm. There wasn't as much vitriol. There wasn't, like the year before, it almost became a knockdown, dragout war mm-hmm. in that middle uh, game. Um, like 
everybody. Well, and you got to think that these kids have been playing with each other for years and years and years on different travel teams and different you know area you know school school ball or little league or what have you. So they know each other very well, and, and I equate this to kind of a North Carolina Duke or a Clemson, South Carolina type of thing that, yeah, you want to beat your rival. I mean, that's just one of the things. I mean, remember we had we had Gabe Tuper in here, and he was talking about what what's the most important game for you this season. He says NAFO. And so you want to beat them just because that's the those are the guys that you go and run your mouth to a bunch. Sure. But at the end of the day, these guys know each other. They've known each other for years, and they'll they'll hang out at the you know Dave and Buster's later the weekend, and you know. So I think the venom has definitely decreased over the last couple of years, in my opinion, and I think it's now to a point where you just respect each other's program and just keep on going. Well, I think it also depends on if they were fighting for a region championship, which is not out of the question for either team, but it's. You know, it's not like the Indian Land Catawba Red Series, which we'll talk about later, where they're both undefeated, and the winner of that obviously wins the region championship. So, and and that's a, that is a great point. Um, and really and truly, you look at it. I think off the top of my head, and maybe Keith, you or Mac, you might think of another one that I can't think of, but 2019 comes to mind when there was that play at first base and Fort Mill won the region championship because of that play. I think it was Bradley Bott. Yeah, it was Bradley, that, yep. that pitch, and it got caught, and, it, and basically it was a line drive. That ball goes in the right field. Falcons tie it or probably take the lead, probably go on to win the game, the series, and the region. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the last time I can really think of that both teams were in there with a shot um, this late in the season and it is late yeah now but but we're here again here it is one game separates the two and right now fort mill's sitting in first place so nafo they win two out of three and like you said they got the tiebreaker and what if blythewood you know drops a couple of games down the road then you know we may have the region champ here in, in the town of fort mill and I'll, I'll say this one spring valley loss or a fort mill victory the Jackets are mathematically in the playoffs, period. If Spring Valley loses twice or Nation Ford wins a game and a Spring Valley loss, then the Falcons are mathematically in the playoffs because that would officially eliminate, mathematically it would eliminate Spring Valley. the Spring Valley Vikings. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what y'all do with Spring Valley that last regular, it will not matter. It won't matter, right, because the matter. magic numbers too. The only right? thing that, that could happen there. It, let's say let's just go down the what if path for just a second. Let's say that Nation Ford beat Fort Mill, and then Spring Valley does beat Nation Ford either sweeps or wins two out of three. Then it could be, it could be. I don't want to say catastrophic, but it would hurt the, it would hurt the Falcons because it would change where they finish in the region, mm-hmm. right? So if Nation Ford were to beat Nation Fort Mill, right, two out of three, and then sweep Spring Valley, Falcons are probably in second. Right? What does that mean? Well, you don't win the region championship. That's probably going to go to Blythewood, right? But you get a home playoff game, and that's a huge deal. Right. A huge deal. Yeah, you definitely want to be on that that top side of you the do. the seating ledger. You do. You don't want to start your playoff season on the road. Mm-hmm. That's you. You don't want that. Um, but you can also look at the brackets. They they are out there mm-hmm. uh, for the playoffs. S C H S C H S L dot org is mm-hmm. the website. All you got to do is type in baseball. You can see the brackets. They're out there for the whole world to see. There are five teams making it from Region 5. That's solidified. 
So one team won't make it. That's probably going to be Spring Valley. Probably, right. So everybody else is kind of jockeying for two, three, four, and five. But if you're four and five, that's the harder path by a lot. Because you're going to a one seed on the road. Right. If you if you want if you're going to finish in Region Three Five A, you better finish first, second, or third. All right. And speaking of a team that will not have any problems <laughs> making the getting, playoffs, getting no. a home playoff berth, that will be the Catawba Ridge Copperheads. I think they're there. <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean they I seem to be. Put it, right, putting the cart before the horse. But mm-hmm. look at what's in front of them. And you said it, Catawba Ridge, Indian Land, that's really – that's the last man standing, ain't it? Yeah, it pretty much is. And before I get into that, uh, Catawba Ridge played twice this past week. They uh, played their Hurricane Redskins. I don't know if that's still politically correct to say Hurricane Redskins, but Hurricane well, out of West Charleston, Virginia. West Virginia, aren't they? Yeah, they're out of yeah. the West Virginia area. They won the uh, West Virginia State Championship last year. Anyway, they played on Monday, April 3rd, and Catawba Ridge, they won 6-2. to two. They were down 2-1 to one, um, after the sixth inning, but then put a five spot on them in the sixth inning. Um, is Hurricane the name of the school or is town? Yeah, but okay. the town is obviously the high school is right. named after. Right. The town. See where I'm going with that because when he said Hurricane, I immediately thought Miami. Uh. When he said Redskins, I thought the NFL. Right. There's but then he hur- said Hurricane Redskins, and I thought, oh, please tell me that the Hurricane is in the name of the school. <laughs> Otherwise, that's really bizarre. Right. Hey, I didn't name him. I'm just letting you know. But I'm still blaming you. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, <laughs> take a number. Um, stop me if you've heard this before. Jackson Mullen um, threw five innings of no-hit ball, uh, struck out four, walked five. Um, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah, and then, and then you know, Peyton Dine came in for an inning. That's where they got the two hits and two runs and kind of retook the lead before uh, Catawba Ridge put up that five spot. And then the next night, they uh, went and up to Charlotte and played the uh, Carolina Royals and won pretty handily then, 11-6. to six. Um, Scattered 12 hits, and then again in the fifth inning, put up a five spot. But Wait a minute, how do you scatter 12 hits? <clears throat> well, you don't get all 12 hits in one you inning. Two you don't in, get all two 12 hits. Two hits in an inning for six innings, I guess? Yeah, that's, that's, you, you don't get that's all 12 hits in hits time. per inning. How do you scatter that many hits? You hit some to left, you hit some to right, you hit some to center, you hit some, you know, middle backside, then, you know. Middle backside. Yeah, you know, a bloop here, a Texas leaguer there, a dinger there. A Ric Flair. A run. Why don't you just go all deep into the rabbit hole of baseball tournaments? There you go. Well, there go you go. Um, so, and anyway, getting back to this century, yeah, there's a pretty important series, both Nation Ford, not Nation Ford, uh, Anyland and Catawba Ridge. Are both nine and zero, uh, and this is the series, the week that, if there is a rivalry week, so to speak, in Region Three Four A, it's this week. Um, Indyland has home field advantage out of two out of three. Series starts Monday at Indyland. They're over at the Ridge on um, Wednesday, and then back at Indyland on Friday. So, yeah, basically, whoever wins this series wins region three four a whoever loses uh is finishing second so either way Catawba Ridge has locked up a um you know a home playoff game but you know you want to you want to win the region so that's what they're playing for this week and it's 
it's uh pretty important for them to get a good start. I'm pretty sure, like you guys were saying, you know, as far as starting pitching, Catawba Bridge is going to throw their their aces out there. Probably, you know, Mullen in the first game, kind of, you know, up in the air. Probably who would be in the second game? Maybe Caden Glauber. So I don't know. They they're pretty deep pitching wise. So you know they they should do uh, pretty well. It should be a back and forth thing. Indianland's pretty good. They're they've only lost two games all year, so they're they're pretty good. Um, I don't know. I would I would expect in the end it'd be Catawba Ridge taking a series. I mean I could see them dropping a game, but I can also see them taking two out of three. So I think I think they're in they're in a good position to where. You know they can they can really put a hurting on any land. So. They can put some distance on them for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they still got the Northwestern, you know, series after that. But you know this pretty much and unless they just totally collapse, this pretty much locks things up for them. You know, as far as playoffs and and things like that, because they swept South Point, they swept York, they swept Lancaster. So if they can, you know, take two out of three against any land, then probably sweep Northwestern because you know Northwestern has not been as strong this year as they have in uh, years past. Then you know they should easily easily win the region. And before before the end of the regular season, they play Nation Four twice, once there and once well, at home the bridge, home and away, yeah. home and away. So that would be on the twenty fourth and twenty eighth of this month. Mm-hmm. So. Minus any rainouts and other weather Don't phenomenon. The f- when in the game of baseball, rain is a four-letter word. It's also a four-letter uh, word. It should oh, come. Yeah. It should come with a bleep. It's also a four-letter word. No <laughs> sports too. Word, so no, just, like not just baseball. Four-letter word. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Like what to us southerner and to this southerner in particular, the word snow, snow, snow. <laughs> it, dude, it don't snow enough around here to even matter. I mean. Says you. It yeah. It's it's. it's It'll probably that snow this deal. week. <laughs> Don't you dare. Yeah. So I mean, besides you take that, that back, young man. There's. I mean, it's NAFO Fort Mill week. Don't yes, you put no that snow. X on it. No snow. It's it's Catawba Ridge Anyland week. Listen, Keith's gonna hang out of the box on Wednesday. It's gonna be 83 degrees. He's gonna stick his arm out. And go. Did you feel that? I felt a flake. <laughs> Call the game. Call the game. Pull the tarp. <laughs> um, were you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort trying to think. Of. I'm trying to think what else is happening this week. Well, there was some I lacrosse. Know, yeah, lacrosse, Catawba Ridge, lacrosse, and basically all local lacrosse teams are wrapping up their regular season this week. Um, obviously, Nation Ford boys, Fort Mill girls have won their region. They're in the playoffs. That starts not this week, but the week after next. I think it's the 19th. Um, and then you have like ten days of fury before either one of these teams can probably get to a state championship. Nation Ford looks real good. Um, they've got a couple games this week, but Nation Ford lacrosse looks real good as far as making a run, at least back to uh, Irmo to the state title game where it's being held on April 29th. And then there's that five-letter word starts with a W from the Low Country. 
Oh, we all love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh. Wando. So. Irma, Wando. Crapo. Dorman. Crapo. Yeah, so um, I think Fort Mill Girls Lacrosse is going to have a harder time uh, just because, you know, there's a lot of good teams out there as far as in-state. Um, speaking of girls lacrosse for Fort Mill, Lydia Laney is closing in on the school record. She's got like 20 goals. I know that seems like a lot, but she's got like 20 goals to uh, at least break the school record. Uh, school record being held by Charlotte Anderson. It's 201 goals for her career um, is the record, and that's for boys or girls. Uh, Mitch Russell is the boys record holder for uh, Fort Mill. But uh, Lydia is at like 180, 181, somewhere in there. So she's got, I think, two games this week and then whatever the first round would be, maybe one game this week and then whatever the first round would be. So um, it's possible, but they gotta they got to make a little decent run, which they should uh, in the playoffs for her to get the record. So here's hoping yeah, she can hope, do that. Hopefully yeah. she'll do it. Um, I know Lydia personally. She she's a very bright young lady, yeah, but fierce. She's going she's to fierce Xavier yeah. to play lacrosse. She she is she's a a great young lady. If you get to know her on a personal level, she really yeah. is just a heart of gold. She's a great teammate. I mean, she'll go to the bat for any of her teammates. I mean, she'll run through a brick wall for them. So um, just yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm rooting like heck for her for sure. Yeah, but that'll be a great record. And then Talk for Catawba Ridge, the boys. One more thing. Um, Catawba Ridge boys are now number one in the state. Uh, they've got like three more region games left. So if they can win two out of three, they pretty much lock up region three, four, a title for them. And they've got a uh, games against Indyland this week and Lancaster. I know Lancaster. I think Indyland. I may be. I think they got them against Indyland. So I know the girls, Catawba Ridge girls, have a game against Indyland. So as well. So. They need to uh, definitely beat any land to lock things up. So, so here is um, the schedule this week, and I'm reading this from a post from uh, the Buzz Jacket, but it involves all three schools. Y'all ready for this? The schedule this week, uh, Monday, April the 10th, uh, Fort Mill versus Nation Ford at Tiga K, 4 o'clock. Monday. That would be golf. Oh, golf. <laughs> Monday. Varsity Baseball versus Nation Ford at Nation Ford, 7 p.m. Tuesday, Varsity Boys Tennis at home versus Nation Ford, 5 o'clock start. Tuesday, April the 11th, JV Baseball versus Nation, Nation Ford, Ford, 6 o'clock first pitch. Tuesday, JV Softball versus Nation Ford at Nation Ford High School, 5.30 first pitch. Tuesday, April the 11th, Fort Mill versus... Nation Ford and Varsity Softball start time 7.30 p.m. Wednesday the 12th, Varsity Co-Ed Track Away versus Nation Ford High wow, School we. at 5 p.m. I'm glad I'm you're reading my up. schedule off, too. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Wednesday the 12th, Varsity Baseball versus Nation Ford home at Fort Mills at home, 7 p.m. first pitch. Thursday, Varsity Boys Tennis away at everybody at one time. Nation, Nation Ford. 5 p.m. Thursday the 13th, JV Baseball away at Nation, Nation Ford. Ford. 5.31st pitch Thursday, April the 13th, JV Girls Soccer versus 
Uh, Nation Ford, <laughs> Fort Mill versus Nation Ford again at home, 530 wow, start. Thursday, the 13th, Varsity Fort Mill Girls Soccer versus Nation, Nation Ford. Ford at home, 7 p.m. Thursday, the 13th is Boys Varsity Lacrosse away. Finally, a change, but sort of, kind of, away at Catawba Ridge, Ridge. <laughs> 7.30 start. They're staying local. <laughs> We're st- does the bus, why do we even need buses yeah, this eat week? local, it, drink local. Just meet us over there. You know Couple. what I'm saying? Y'all all eat at Moe's, and we'll just meet you and there, we'll right? You there, all right. Um, Friday the 14th, <laughs> not Friday the 13th, thank goodness for that. Um, JV Boys Soccer away at Nation Ford, uh-huh. 5.30 start. Friday the 14th, JV Softball versus Nation Ford at Fort Mill, 7.30 first pitch. Friday the 14th, Varsity Boys Fort Mill Soccer away at Nation Ford High School, 7 wow, p.m. Yeah. start. Friday the 14th, Varsity Baseball away at Nation, Nation Ford. Ford, 7 o'clock p.m. start. And Friday the 14th, last but certainly not least, Varsity Softball Fort Mill versus Nation Ford at Fort Mill, 7.30 first pitch when well, so, speaking of friday the 14th crazy. actually the um friday the 14th is a 66 percent chance of rain so what i've seen a lot of the the coaches doing lately is rescheduling those games a day ahead of time thursday yeah. so maybe thursday they play because that's a 78 degree day i like that yeah so, so um, I, I guess be, be ready for that i got a feeling you're saying it's like rivalry week or something around here boy if it's not i'd love to see what the schedule is on rivalry because if that's not it goodness well, gracious when we when we played blythewood it was everything was blythewood and i i couldn't type it fast enough because blythewood was so we played blythewood blythewood again blythewood blythewood so yeah if if you like rivalries and you like nation ford or fort mill high school there's plenty to this see this is your week yep and you should buy tickets plural and see some of these uh, young men and women uh, play their uh, particular sports because uh, they're going to let it all hang out. Because like Keith said a while ago, and he's 100% right, it's rivalry. You want to beat your rival. I don't care if it's tennis, baseball, golf, tiddlywinks, underwater basket weaving. You want to beat your rival. And it doesn't get any more competitive than Fort Mill versus Nation Ford. So y'all come on down and get you some of that. Um, Mac? John, no, anything? <laughs> no, nothing. No, nothing. What about you, Keith? No, I uh, I was looking for the schedule as well, but it looks like you pretty much took care of all Nation Ford's schedule this week too. And I was just trying to give you the four mill schedule, and <laughs> right. it's just hell, it, everything's against Nation Ford except yeah. for the two things against Catawba Ridge. You did my job for me on that. There you sure. go. So, uh, finishing thought here on um, for baseball, uh, there will be a pregame show. I know Fort Mill fans are not used to that. Um, not because I'm lazy, just because if you ever see me before a Fort Mill baseball game, you'll understand, especially a home game, ain't a whole lot of time for that. But right. there will be time this week for that. Uh, when we're in the Hive on Wednesday, it'll be primarily Keith doing it because of my responsibilities. But tomorrow night, the pregame show, 630, uh, we will get it started on the Fort Mill Network. We'll give you all the skinny. We'll talk about this. We'll, talk, we'll go position by position. We'll talk about the coaches. We'll talk about – what we might suspect and our keys to the game uh, for all three games this week. And Keith, just selfishly, man, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we had a great time last year uh, doing the post-43 junior state mm-hmm. tournament down in Greenwood. Um, I'm hoping we can 
take it to the next level from that and just have a big bang up time and, and people people who are nation ford fans that don't know jack squad about me will find out just how much of a goober i am and i'm hoping <laughs> the uh, the the flip side can be said for you with fort mill fans because once they they hear uh, we're we're two old guys but we're still kind of like that what's the old saying i don't know you just called him the a difference goober. between guys and u.s savings bonds savings bonds actually mature Oh, that's not sort of, us. That's, nice. sort of like, that's sort of like you and I, right? right we're still exactly. trapped in high school, even though we're fifty years old. But um, <laughs> so it will be a lot of a lot of fun. It'll be fun. Um, I will share this story with you real quick before we sign off. Um, be careful what you nickname baseball players. I learned that this week. So Brent Lauder, who is a baseball player for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets, uh, Brent's a sophomore uh, outfielder. He can catch as well for the Jackets. Um, my man gets his jersey dirty getting off the bus. Um, it's almost like he does a snow angel in the infield dirt before he gets going. I've seen him with his sliding shorts full of dirt. Don't let him wear white socks because they're one and done. Like, you might as well just burn them. Um, so I nicknamed him last year somewhere along the se- in the season. I just started calling him Pigpen. All right? So uh, just being cute. Right, his family's got a sense of humor. I knew it wasn't going to be offensive, and Brent's just one of those guys. He just laughed at it, right? So Brandy Lauder, his mom, her mom, got Brent a chocolate pig pen for Easter this year. Oh boy, which is neat as all get out to me, anyway. Yeah, I, I think it's neat, but I also think it's funny. Um, Must have got it at Hallmark. It. They right. sell all the Snoopy stuff there. But it started getting me thinking, be careful what you start nicknaming these baseball players because <laughs> apparently it's going to affect what gifts they get for certain holidays. So, But a chocolate pe- I didn't even know they had chocolate I didn't pe- either. That was interesting. I might so, need one of those. Well, if Brent needs any help eating it, I'll certainly pass okay. your number along to him. So, um, But appreciate y'all tuning in wherever you may be across the Fruited Plains. We really appreciate your support. Again, sorry about the week off. Uh, we're going to try to work on that. It's, it's 100%, again, my fault. I've got to get my, my life together. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on. We talked about it. Catawba uh, Ridge got a lot going on. Obviously, Fort Mill and Nation Ford are going to see a lot of each other this week. Um, there might be some Army cots outside the other one stadium. We might not even go to school, just roll out of bed and just go play this. Let's go play some games. All these things, tennis, softball, baseball, the whole lot of it. Uh, so hopefully y'all can get out and enjoy some of that. So whether you're a Copperheads fan, Falcons or Jackets, get out there, support your team, support these uh, not only uh, young men and women playing these sports, but the coaches who are doing a lot of bat-breaking work to get these young people in the best position Indeed. to be successful. So if you have any suggestions for us, please let us know. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. We'd glad, be glad to have you. Also, if you listen to us on the Apple Podcast, uh, you can rate us out there. We're hoping for five stars, but... Um, and if you do give us a rating, tell us why and tell us what we need to do better. And we've made changes because people have suggested it. We'll mm-hmm. continue uh, to do that. And uh, so, again, appreciate all the feedback that we get. Thank you for the support. And we will see each and every one of you next week in for another edition of Mally Milltowners. Until then, on behalf of Keith, Mac, I'm JT. So long, everybody.